Hello, everybody. How are you doing? Yes, it's me. I'm back. This is S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Thomas show. And I'm going to have some guests later on in the season. But for right now, it's just you and me. Yeah, that's right. Let me ask you a question. This is something I've been wondering about. Who is the person? Who are the people whose pride in you makes you feel the best? Right. A lot of people will say it's your spouse, it's your kids. A lot of people will say, uh, you know, parents and stuff like that. And that is true. It is very, very true that when the people we love the most, our relatives, you know, even our friends are proud of us. That's a great feeling. But it isn't it kind of weird when people that aren't connected to you at all, as far as being a relative or a friend, are proud of something that you did. And it's still a great feeling. Right. And the reason I say this is because uh, uh, health wise, I've been improving very, very drastic, very, very rapidly. And, uh, you know, I've had pretty much all my blood, whatever is, is, is normal, except for one thing. Right. That, I, that I'm almost finished working on. And you never really finish working on anything. You go, but you get to, to good health and then you just kind of maintain that and improve the health. You never really finish. It's not like I mean, your health is kind of like the, 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 the lawn. Right. You don't mow the lawn one time. Look at it and go, man, this lawn looks fantastic. I'll never have to mow this again. It doesn't work that way. If you lose all the weight you need to lose, I haven't done that yet, but I'm working towards it. If you get your blood work back to normal after being sick, I'm almost there. Once you get back to normal, you don't you don't just go, well, that's it. Back to doing the stuff that messed me up in the first place. <laughs> right. I mean, it would be nice if you could mow your lawn or clip the hedges one time, get it exactly the way you want to get it and have it be stuck like that and never have to touch it again. It would be great if you could lose all the weight you needed to lose, lose it all. Maybe you get your six pack, your eight pack, your 55 pack, your quadruple pack, your quintuple pack, your fuck, big bap, bap, your bap, your back. Get it all done. Get everything looking good. Getting your butt sculpted, the arms sculpted, looking everything, everything's looking incredible. Women running down the street just saying, hey, can I squeeze your buttocks and grab your stuff? And you're going, yes, you can. She goes, whoa, that's incredible because you're perfect. And I go, it is what it is. <laughs> my fantasy, my business. Don't judge me. Shut up. Back to me. But we all know you have to maintain things or you have to be in a constant state of improving things. We know this. So I'm one tenth of a percent of having my stuff be well where it needs to be right there because it was really bad and then it was just bad and then it was just kind of bad and it was well i could live with that and i was almost where it needs to be oh yeah and if you notice if you've ever had to lose weight or you weren't feeling well or you had some problems and you do the work to solve the problems and your doctor recommends you do the things and you do the things and you stick with the things for an extended period of time and the doctor can look at your test and look at your weight and look at your body and look at the way you do things and they can see you've been listening to them and improving upon yourself. You can see the pride in your doctor's face. Right. You go to the doctor's office. There's a triage nurse. Right. Or, you know, when they, they take the, all the little vital signs before the doctor looks at the vital signs. And were well, you doing very well? Oh, you're doing oh, you're doing so well. Wow. What are you doing? Oh, that's fantastic. And you're sitting there like, yeah, you feel good because the nurse who triaged you the last few times, she's proud of you. The guy that was the nurse, he, he hey, you did great. And when he did it, he, did you see what he did? He did great. Let me see. And they all come running. In. You did great. You know, and ah, ha, 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 you got that right. 
And now you know, because these people flipped out and they were so proud, you know, the doctor's going to freak out. She's going to be happy. She's going to be proud of you. And you walk in there and she's smiling because she heard them. She goes, well, let me take a look at your stuff. And she looks at everything, your weight, your blood pressure, this, that. You're doing fantastic. And it feels good to have them be proud of you. Yes, it does. It also feels good to be proud of yourself. I'm sure everybody listening to me, even the young ones, you've done things where you know daggone well you ripped the game. And that's a phrase I use to mean that means do something at the highest level, do something excellent, do something to the point where it's so good that people can't deny that it was good. And you ripped the game in something and you knew it. You put in the hard work. You knew you did well. Oh, yeah. And it feels good to feel proud of what you did. And that's one side of the spectrum. People that you're proud of. You're proud of yourself. People that do good things. People that make good decisions. That's one side of the spectrum. But sometimes, even on a good day, like I had the other day at the doctor's office, you sit down, you turn on the news, and what do you see? Oh, you see the news talking about a list of people doing stupid crap looking at the news in my hometown and they were we're on pace to beat the last year's murder rate and carjackings have gone up and here's the thing carjackings have gone up all over the country all the major cities even in small towns and i have been a victim of carjacking i know what it's like to be sitting in my car minding my own business and having a criminal uh, put a gun to my head and take my car and i couldn't do anything about it because the person had a gun and i just wanted to get away from where the person could shoot me and kill me from a from a car i was like i'm not getting shot over this car i don't care what the car is i'm not getting shot i'm out and i got out and i got to a place where i couldn't get shot and the person pulled off in my car driving down the street and it's really weird to see your car going down the street when you're not in it especially if you're crouched behind another car so another so a person can't put bullets in your behind yeah i got my car back yeah the person got arrested and here's the funny thing at the time the car that i had was how can i put this politely it rhymes with a huge piece of crap It was really weird watching the car go down the street and the car had enough problems with it where I, as the primary driver of the car, you know, when your car has quirks and if the person doesn't know about the quirks of the car, the car is going to drive badly. Like you have to do this with your foot and you got to turn the steering steering wheel this way. You got to double pump with the gas and you got to hit the brake like this. And you're so used to it that you can drive the car smoothly. It looks like the car is in good working condition when you drive it. But if you don't know the tips and tricks, the car goes going down the street. And I'm looking at the car going, oh, my goodness, I hope this person doesn't get mad, get out the car because it's not operating the way it's supposed to be and come back and put some bullets in me. I hope not. Maybe I should, I don't know, get the heck out of here so we can't, which is what I did. Once again, got the car back. He got arrested. But I started to think about it and realize you could tell that car was a piece of crap. If I have a gun and I'm going to rob somebody and take their car, why would I take a car that's obviously a piece of crap? It's just one of many dumb decisions that this person made. I just talked about people that you should be proud of and how you should be proud of yourself. But you know, this person is not proud of himself. He had an illegal firearm right there. You're going to jail. 
He stole a car. Right there, you're going to jail. He got he had to got into a police chase. Right there, you're going to jail. You just kept making a cavalcade of bad decisions. The only thing this guy didn't do was jump out of the car and have unprotected you-know-what with someone who had previously caught you-know-what, and then he caught you-know-what and had you-know-what. That's the only thing he didn't do. Oh, and maybe put his you-know-what in an electric socket afterwards. What a dumb... Okay, I'm a little upset by the guy. It's happened quite a while ago. I still hate that guy. But it was a dumb decision. And people make dumb decisions all the time. As I was stating, watching the news, I literally saw this. It was just another dumb decision with, with carjackers. Carjackers were driving down the street in a stolen Infiniti Q45. High-end vehicle. No damage to the vehicle. Apparently, they ran up to the person who had the vehicle. The person complied. Because obviously the person has full coverage insurance. They're like, I'm not getting shot of a car that I can get replaced. Heck no. They jumped out of the car, took the car keys. The car was in perfect running condition, had not been damaged in, sl in the slightest. They were leaving and they stopped the Q45 from Infinity, jumped out with three guns to rob someone of their Nissan Sentra. You were in a Q45 that was not damaged. And instead of going and being happy with that, you jumped out and robbed someone of their Nissan Sentra. And guess what? No one was chasing them yet. The reason they got caught was because they were so busy working on getting the Nissan Sentra that a whole bunch of people saw them. They were in front of a bunch of cameras. The police officers had the video. The police officers had descriptions. The police officers knew where they were. And now there's a a Nissan Sentra and a Q45 by her back to back. How many times do you see that? Surprisingly enough, they got caught. Why? Because there's some dummies. Who gets out of an Infiniti Q45 to steal a used Nissan Sentra? That's like beating someone over the head with the Mona Lisa to steal a hot dog from him. Give me that hot dog. Don't you got the Mona Lisa? Yeah, I got the Mona Lisa. You don't give me that hot dog that you have eaten. I'm going to take this Mona Lisa and crack you over the head with it. Can't you just sell that Mona Lisa for like six, seven hundred million dollars? Yeah, but I really want that hot dog. That relish is looking delicious. That's how dumb it is. <laughs> right? So what I'm saying is there's two sides of the coin when it comes to human behavior. On one side of the coin... You can be doing things that make people proud of you, whether, like I said, in my case, it was improving my health drastically because of my doctor and having my doctor be very, very proud of me. Maybe you win an award for something. Maybe you create a business. Maybe you do something fantastic for society, or maybe you just do something great for yourself. Maybe you do something great for your kids. Maybe you just do something nice for somebody and people see it and they're proud of you. Yeah. Or you can be a complete loser. And decide, instead of doing what I need to do for myself, I'm going to go rob somebody and take their stuff. That's what I never understood. I see the drug boys outside back in the day. And I would see the nerds like me. Uh, I was a comedy nerd and I had a friend of mine who was a computer nerd, had some music nerds. And we all went on and, and, and did our thing. But it never occurred to me to take something from somebody else. 
And in my particular profession, there were examples of someone who had done what I'm doing or had done at the time and had retired with success and retired with money. The computer guy could retire with success and retire with money. I could be retired with success. I can retire with the money. Hasn't happened yet. Will be nice. But I would, it could, it, but it will happen, right? And everybody else doing their thing. But if you're selling drugs or robbing people or stealing cars or robbing drugstores, is there someone on a desert island that they own outright telling the tales of how they became a billionaire by jumping out of Q45s and stealing used Nissan Sentras? Hmm? I was just like you guys before I became the 15th richest person in the world with my net worth of $94 billion. And I said to myself, you know what? I'm not jacking cars fast enough. And I figured out a way that I could carjack 50 cars at a time. And 100 cars at a time. 1,000 cars at a time. Yes. While simultaneously robbing many, many liquor stores. Oh, yeah. You didn't think I got this $94 billion by actually being productive, did you? <laughs> you stupid children, no. That's your problem. You kids only can carjack one car at a time. Losers. When you can figure out to be as big a criminal as I am, you can retire like I did. <laughs> That's how I got this island. <laughs> no! It's not how it works, you schmucks. So what I'm saying is, could you people... I'm saying this as if like carjackers and criminals are sitting there listening to me. <laughs> I just I just imagine I just imagine some carjackers and criminals in a stolen car going, you know what? I feel like listening to to the S. Anthony Thomas show right now to find out what I need to do with my life. Go ahead, man. Do me a favor. Give me a favor. I want you to do me a favor. Because since how we stole this car, this car has Spotify. Look up the S. Anthony Thomas show. I want to I want to listen to what he says. Yeah. Okay, press play. Hi, this is Anthony Thomas. Uh, if there are any uh, carjackers or criminals listening, I want you to do me a favor. Stop shooting people. You know what? He's right. Even though I've only listened to about three seconds of this podcast, he just said to stop shooting people. And I think I'm going to listen to him. Keep playing it. And another thing. Stop carjacking people. Hit pause. Yeah. I just realized we need to stop rob shooting at people and we need to stop carjacking people. This is some good advice. I'm glad to listen to you. Play some more of that podcast, man. Let's see what else you get. And another thing, get a job. You know, if you got three or four friends that are willing to get in a car with guns and jump out and rob people, then that means you got a, you got friends that could, you know, get together, go to regular jobs, save your money, buy a business, and then actually make money the legitimate way. Hit pause on that again. I, you know, why, that's the, I just realized, man, why in the hell do we out here carjacking people, shooting people, and all this kind of stuff? He's right. I never thought about that. You know what? Um, let's just leave this car here, wipe off all our prints, and uh, go get like real jobs and start a business. Uh, you sure about that, man? Because, you know, it was actually your idea to, to actually rob people and carjack them. I was actually working at Amazon making about $16 an hour. You were making $16 an hour on Amazon? Yeah. They pay that now? You don't watch the news, do you? No, nah, I'm not robbing people, man. What do you think? Uh... Sixteen dollars an hour? I think it's like twenty-three now. Twenty-three? Then how did I convince you to come out here robbing people, stupid? 
I'm even dumber than you. Damn, you must be. Uh, are they hiring? Yeah, pretty much. Why don't we all just work there? Yeah. Oh, man. Play some more of that podcast before we leave this car. And another thing, you guys probably should work at Amazon or something, because I think they were paying $20 an hour. Hit pause. Wow, this guy's the best. Oh, my God. Not only is he a comedic genius, a podcasting genius, he actually gives good life advice at the same time. Man. Okay, let's wipe this car down and then uh, get some jobs. <laughs> that wouldn't happen. <laughs> But imagine if it did. So if there's any criminals listening, I'm pretty sure there's no criminals listening to me. I'm pretty sure my audience is full of wonderful people. But if there's a couple criminals listening, for for, for some reason, you're some criminals listening, put the gun down, you dope. All right, get a job. I know I'm sounding like an old guy when I say that, but get a friggin' job already. All right, I'm an old carjack victim. I don't even know you. I want to punch you in the nose. So get a job, you schmuck. Anyway, folks, thanks for listening to the podcast. I'm back. And uh, like I said, I'm going to have some guests on later on in the season. But right now, I just wanted to talk to you. Why? Because I like you. M-O-U. That that, that song doesn't apply here? Okay, never mind. Folks, much love to you. I will see you again next time. And uh, for for the maybe two or three criminals that may be listening, just stop robbing people. Schmucks. (laughs) Take care.